You're listening to a 3CR podcast created in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au. And now that heart is beating fast, and that's the rhythm I can dance to. I'm mighty glad I've got a chance to, that one big heart that's beating fast. Tomorrow morning, let it rain. Tomorrow morning, let it pour. Tonight we're in the groove together. Ain't gonna worry about stormy weather. Gonna kick all trouble out the door. Beat out all trouble and drum. Beat out all trouble and drum. Beat out. And kick all trouble out the door Beat me that rhythm on the drum Beat me that rhythm on the drum Beat me that rhythm on the drum And kick all trouble out the door Kick him 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 out the door Welcome to Radical Australian Community Radio 3 CR streaming live on 3cr.org.au. Kelly, the producer who did the program last week for International Women's Day, is so exhausted. She's not coming in. She rang me this. Well, she SMS me. You know what young people do? They don't ring. I have to ring her back. And she said, "Oh, she felt hot. She felt she was coming down with something." So I said, "It's all right. It's all right, dearie. Just take a bex and go to bed. All right." Now, but she did organise two wonderful things. She organised a guest, a personal friend, I understand, Mr Daniel Waters, is that correct? We've uh, crossed paths a few times. We've crossed paths, that's nice. She's told me to be nice to you. (laughs) And looking at you, you're about, uh, you look pretty fit. I'm going to be very nice to you. (laughs) And we have the fill-in for the free CR legend. (laughs) The man who co-hosts Music Matters, <laughs> Joe M, doing all the panelling. Okay. How are you, Joey? I'm all right, thanks. Joey, you like that? Yeah, look, I used to get called Joey. That's right. You yeah. know, when, I, when I played sport, you know, yeah. it was Joey. Joey. Yeah, that's it. Now, now, Joey, can I ask you something okay, I, I, Joey. before we start talking right. serious? Yes. You've got all these plastic bangles on your bloody... You know, risk. What's that all about? Have you been let out of prison recently? No, or something? no, it's just something. It's just funny, you know. It's um, funny, is it? No. Little, it's, instead of wearing, you know, we're human billboards with t-shirts, but now we've got we're a human wrist where we we have messages on our wrists, you know. Oh. But these are detachable. They're not tattoos. Yeah, right. Tattoos yeah. are forever. Yeah. So if I yeah. change my mind, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, yeah. I, I don't need. Yeah, to. Joe, do you have? Your I, actual... We don't need to bring uh, Julian Assange home anymore, uh, no, do we? No, we don't. He's got a home. Okay, we'll high marsh prison. One. Now, 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 um, that's amazing, Joe. You just add so much to the program. <laughs> now, Daniel, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Now, now, Kelly told me to be extra nice to you. I've actually got <laughs> her on right. SMS. What have you? What have you got? What dirt have you got on her that I've, you've got? I've got to be extra nice. Oh my God! Um, <laughs> I haven't got dirt. I, I'm just trying to think. Of the last conversation we had it was around. Um, we're in uh, Central City, the co-health ah, yes. health service there, yep. and we're running a. Oh, this is years ago now, but a um, some sort of art um, program, mm-hmm. um, and it was like a 
they opened up the, the drill hall there yep. next door and uh, there was a whole lot of different activities and I was facilitating a, right. a Jackson Pollock-style workshop. Ooh, we, that uh, sounds interesting. Rolled out a canvas. Yeah, and did, 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 does your work uh, actually fetch the same prices as Jackson Pollock's? It'd be nice. It'd be nice. You have to um, get extremely inebriated before you can actually throw the paint. <laughs> uh, loosen up the, the joints a little bit, you think? As, ja- uh, as Jackson used to do, Mr yeah, Pollock. Yeah, he I'd was very famous for his alcohol intake, you know that. I'd, I'd hope that uh, my alcohol intake isn't uh, anywhere near as much as um, Jackson Pollock's. And yes. uh, sadly, he... he um, succumbed. Yeah, succumbed. Yeah. 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 Were you, uh, what year were you born? Ah, actually, I was looking at this. I'm, um, <laughs> well, I had to check your birth certificate. I did a little bit of background. Um, I'm, um, I'm born in 1977, which was the year that you started practising in Melbourne, I believe. Is that right? That's correct. Yeah. But more importantly, you missed out on all the fuss when Mr Whitlam bought a Jackson Pollock for Australia for about a million quid. How much is it worth now? About 46, 56 million, something like that. You should have heard the reactionary press go on about this piece of shit that a little baby could do. You know, know, it was just incredible. Australia, 1973. One of our best purchases, I think. You think so. (laughs) All right. So, where were you born? Uh, Here in Melbourne. Here in Melbourne. Um, That's sad. um, Nothing too interesting about me. um... Nothing too interesting. Well, there's the doors there. (laughs) Can you leave, please? Uh, you're born great. in Melbourne, but um, grew up in um, Gippsland on Gunai Kurnai country, down yeah. in a little town called Braigalong, or traditionally Brackalong. Ah, yes. And How far is that from? Um, about three hours from Melbourne. Three hours, is it? And yeah. um, my yeah. parents were back to the land hippies. So that, that was that's central Gippsland, is it? That's uh, closer to east. Gippsland, more to east, sort of yeah. on, the, on, the on the border. There, so, yeah. so your parents. Were back to earth hippies. They were. Are they, they still were. alive? Well, um, Dad's still around, and um, he they they migrated a bit closer to town. First, we were ten year, first ten years of my life we were off grid, and um, then off they got, grid. Then they got a bit hang soft on, and moved on, closer on, to town. Off grid. Off grid. Could you explain what that meant in the nineteen seventies and early nineteen eighties? Well, no, no power connections really. So, uh-huh. um, well, we had to generate our own. Our own power. We weren't that far out of out of civilization as such. We were, um, mm-hmm. um, but we we're up a dirt road, and we mm-hmm. lived in a built and lived in a mud brick house. And um, so, so why did, why did your parents make this decision? Um, look, I think like a lot of people back then, they were heavily involved in um, social justice issues. My mum headed up the nuclear disarmament. Um, movement in in Melbourne for a while, and it was all part of that that um, era where um, getting out of the rat race and moving to the to the country, country to yeah. um, mm. be a bit real was um, was what be they real, did. Yeah. yeah. So, what's yeah. your mum? What was your mum's name? Pat Waters. Pat Waters. Yeah. I'm sure some of our listeners of my vintage would remember that name if she yeah. was part of the nuclear disarmament movement. Yeah, and she's also a she's always she was also a um, Quite a prominent artist as well, so that's right. where I got my. Uh, we'll talk my about your your talent <laughs> later on. I mean, I mean, I'm more interested in your mum. Yeah, yeah. You know. Well, she's she's more interesting. She um she definitely um made a made a made a um bit of an impact in 
in that area and and um, beyond as well. So, yeah. yeah. So as a little little tacker down there off grid, did your mum do any painting? Yeah. yeah what what she, did you use? Waters, oils, acrylics? Mainly an oil painter, and mm. um, she. She um, obviously living in the bush. Um, it's a little bit hard not to get um, quite moved by the that area. Um, it's a pretty special um, area, and uh, she uh, spent a lot of time painting um, her surroundings. Um, but she was also, you know, that the it wasn't as simple as being a, a landscape painter as such. She was um, there was a lot more in that went into those into those paintings. So. She she done all sorts of um, study in her time, and you know was very interested in Jung and and um, mythology and all sorts of different things. So, mm. uh, um, what we maybe I crossed paths with her and your dad when we went to the uh, the, the festivals in those days. Brogan, uh, no, no, out out. Nimbin, oh. yeah, they would have been part of that movement. Maybe, yeah. That's what yeah. would have... Before my time. But, yeah, uh, no, yeah, obviously. <laughs> Look at you. Although you haven't got any hair. You're no hippie as far yeah. as I'm concerned. How can you be a hippie? How can you be a descendant of two great hippies and you've got no bloody hair? What what, 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 what went wrong there? Well, you know, I don't want the, the long hair thinning out look like you've got, Joe. I've, I've, yeah, well, that, that, that's a mark. easier to manage like this. Yeah, this is a mark of respect. People see this rat tail and they, and they laugh. I think he's one of them, <laughs> a refugee from Nimbin. No, no, I've got bald patches, so it's all uneven and it looks terrible. So I've uh, yeah, but yes, what happened? I, mean, I just don't understand. A child of hippies. Were they hippies or yippies? Hippies what? or yuppies? Oh, they were hippies. They were yeah, hippies. They were, poli- they, they were political yeah, they could hippies. claim being hippies. Yeah, yeah. they weren't just... They weren't pretenders. They weren't pretenders. No, no, they did. Right, they did right. all, the, mm. all the proper hippie stuff. What so. was winter like for a little tacker down there and off-grid? Oh look, it was special. I mean, I was I was a little bit lonely, a little bit isolated, but um, I spent a lot of time swimming in the beautiful Freestone mm-hmm. Creek. Um, you know, you, you could run off in the morning and come back in the afternoon and explore all day, and mm-hmm. um, so it was a pretty special childhood to have. Um, yeah, so yeah, I I, um, I have fond memories of of those days, and I'm still. Still connected. Uh, my sister owns a, a little property up there, so we often go camping and, um, you know, on the same creek bed mm-hmm. that I that I grew up on. So. so there's two of you, just you and your sister. My sister, yeah, she's younger. She's um, done her. Uh, she's uh, six years younger. Right. She works at the um, sale. Oh, it's called Gippsland Gallery and yep. Sale. Yep. So yep. she's a curator down there. Mm. Yeah. Any specialty? Her. Mm. Well, she she went on with the study, so she's um, she's done a PhD and um, done a lot of theory type um, stuff. She's she's done some really interesting um, work based on that local area. Um, you know, she explored um, um, a Chinese migration through the through the gold rush days where. Um, you know, there was a population up there that, yes. you know, disappeared and, yep. you know, all but a few artefacts left around. And, yeah. Um, yeah. and she also explored the, the um, local uh, Indigenous... Um, mm. um, she, she did a, a piece on the lyrebird and um, its, it's um, importance in, in that 
mm. um, and, and, and connected to local elders through that process. Right. So, and what's yeah. your sister's name? Louisa Waters. Louisa yeah. Waters. She yeah. hasn't changed her name. No, no, no. If that's that's what happens to hippie kids, you're lucky you haven't got a hyphenated name, isn't it? Oh, I can't stand hyphenated names. So sorry for anyone out there that uh, they bother me. Yeah. <laughs> now, is it true to say, speaking to you, that you, that your mother had a greater influence on both of you than your father? Uh, look, in different ways. I, I think my my mother was certainly more active, and she was, um, you know. Dad stayed home and built the houses and um, raised raised the kids, sort of, in terms mm-hmm. of the school drop-offs and pick-ups. And mum taught art at the local TAFE college. And uh, uh, but dad was a musician, um, so the, the creativity wasn't um, wasn't lacking in our in our mm. household. And I suppose my dad was, yeah, he was a he was a pretty good role model for me as well. Mm. But, um, you said he was a musician. This would be music to Joe's ears. So, yep. what what type of uh, musician was he? Uh, don't say it was a bad one, please. No, no. Look, he was. Um, <laughs> you know, he was. He was a good rhythm guitarist and played in some local bands. He was a Bob Dylan fan, um, so came from, sort of from that folk era and got a. You know, was in a bluegrass band for a while. Look, Joe uh, knows every band that ever existed in Victoria. Mention a right. few names and he'll tell you. I've got one for you. Band. Dr. Foster's Bluegrass Band. Ooh. Did you know that one? But uh, was he into the uh, – how did he affect when Dylan went electric? How did he react to Look, that? Look, he, he was at, he was at the, con- uh, the concert was here, wasn't it, when he did that? No, he was, it was at Newport, I thought, Newport Folk Festival. Uh, not, not in, foot, not in uh, the western suburbs of Melbourne. Oh, <laughs> uh, right. Okay, well, he was at a concert of his at that time where people walked out and that. And, um, mm. Well, And uh, in- Dad didn't, though. He, uh, he stayed and... That's interesting. Didn't, didn't mind. I'm pretty yeah. sure the story goes along those lines. Well, that, that was uh, that wasn't in Australia. That that wasn't in Australia. They um they all called him a traitor when he yeah. when he went electric. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it was intense. Mm, Too purist, purist. Terrible performer. Apparently, he's uh, <laughs> grumpy, <laughs> grumpy old man from a very young oh, age. Oh, come like, on, what's wrong with grumpy no. old men? Come on. No, well, no. no, nothing. I'm trying to become <laughs> exactly. one as I go. <laughs> well, if, if you're lucky enough to grow old, you will become grumpy. I'm sure of it. Although, so, although I had a I had a surreal experience before I walked into the studio. Look, uh, I actually bumped into this brand new spanking new car parking two days ago and I scraped off a bit of paint down the bottom, you know? Yeah. And obviously you don't run away. The owner was there, obviously. Yeah. We had a little chat and he was going to claim. And I got an SMS and I rang him back and he said, don't worry about it. I got a friend to do the paint job. Oh, nice. Now, isn't that nice? It is nice. <laughs> That's what I was saying. Isn't <laughs> that surreal? A human, a nice human interaction. Fantastic. In, in, I love it when it happens. So there's, yeah, some yeah, little... there's only one problem. Yeah. As I said to <laughs> Gary, I said, look, mate, you've put me in a difficult position. I now have to reciprocate the favour to somebody else in a difficult situation. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's. Um, yeah, I, think, I think we... Um, we don't... There's so many little things that we don't do that we could do and... Mm. and um, one of the ones I like is when you go down a narrow street and there's a car coming towards you and you have to... 
I always move over yeah. just because I like getting the wave, you know. Yeah, the, the wave. Know, I've yeah, done, yeah. done yeah. something. Just move. Get a finger. That's yeah. because you were born, in, you, you lived in the Mallee. Everybody waves <laughs> yes. at each other. Now, were you homeschooled? Were your parents? <laughs> no, 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 no. We were, um, we weren't that far out of town. We were, no. um, it was a, it was a half an hour drive, but it was only sort of, you know, fifteen kilometres up a windy road. But um, uh, Braglong Primary School, just public mm-hmm. school. Um, How did the little hippie kid fit in with the farm kids? Look, there was a good, um, good mix there. Like um, the the playgroup years, the, the mothers came together, the the farmers' wives, and the and the hippie. Um, there was quite a quite a um, migration there. So um, it was a it was a it was a good um, combination. Um, I struggled at school because of my um, hearing impairment. I had some problems. Um, with with glue ear and grommets, and then I had a failed surgery that mm. that ripped out part of my eardrum, and so I became a little bit self conscious around all of that, and I had learning difficulties through that period. But that was nothing to do with the the community. Um, yeah, little, yeah, grommets brings joy to me. I used to put in grommets. <laughs> Not that, yeah. you, not that you would these days. <laughs> you wouldn't never do that. No, I wouldn't. I don't think I would. I mean, I think they still do, but... Yeah, if, if but it, very, very, very rarely yeah. in those days. Grommet, grommet, you come in with a kid, glue you, grommet, grommet, yeah, grommet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's funny how styles change in yeah, medicine, you know? Yeah. Well, there's a long-term one, the one that mm. I had to ret- remove. Yeah. A little T section one, yeah. and that um, I did a whole lot of damage. And is that what happened to you? Yeah. 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 Do you still got residual hearing loss? Yeah, I, I wear hearing aids and uh, mm-hmm. um, um, just battling with the NDIS at the moment, actually, to try and get a pair that, you know, uh, yeah. keeps up with technology and um, doesn't right. cut out on me. And right. um, Well, so all yeah, I can say is that the pair you've got now is doing a wonderful job. Yes, yeah, you know, yeah, I get yeah, by okay. I'm a mumbler, and you've you can pick up every word. Maybe yeah. a, a real Aussie, you know. Certain you can... pitches are good, you <laughs> yeah, know. Some yeah. just, I've got some friends that I just can't hear. Right. <laughs> maybe, that's, maybe that's positive. <laughs> maybe they're asking you for money. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I apologise sincerely to them, and they yeah. they understand. But um, yeah. yeah, different oh. different people. Selective hearing loss. That that is a gift from God, mate, for the gods. <laughs> I do have a good excuse. Yeah, yeah got a good excuse. So, where did you go to high school? Mafra, Mafra, Mafra Secondary College. Yeah, what so, was that like? Yeah, it was okay. Um, was that in the nineties or late eighties? Oh God, yeah. So I, yeah. So I, I'm just trying to think. I, I went to uni. I finished uni in ninety mm. eight. So where does that put me? Sort of about early nineties, late eighties, early nineties. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what was it like? Yeah, it's okay. You're a big lad. I assume you're into sport yeah, those days. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I was sort of that. I was, yeah, I was a little bit torn between the. The hippie child and the, the local um, jock or bogan, I suppose. I was, yeah, well, you, uh, want, you want to be the local jock. You want to, <laughs> who wants to be a hippie child, mate? Come on. In no, the, I, I did. I played football and cricket. Yeah, and um, yeah. what, what position? I was football. a full forward. Oh. Lazy, oh, yeah, really. Yeah, just yeah, lazy, lazy waiting, just waiting, just waiting. Made everyone else do the work, work and then yeah. I, I used to get the credit at the end. Yeah, yeah. And which team did you play for? Boysdale Braglon. Yeah. Um, yeah. We uh, won... Years later, we won uh, 
two back to uh, a back to back premiership. Is that where you were in the team or after you left? <laughs> well, I'd, I had left the area, but I was travelling back to play. Uh, you were travelling, yeah, yeah. With, some, with some with some mates. Yeah, from, well, from, I, I can from, I can understand. You know, even now you're. A Pretty solid character. If I saw you in a dark alley. Round around the middle those days. No, nah, look, uh, look at me. Come on, mate. You're just an amateur. <laughs> You've got the rounded shoulders. The He's got shorts on, listeners. You can't see. And I've been eyeing off his muscles there. And uh, he makes Joe and me look uh, oh. pathetic. Would you agree with that, Joe? Uh, well, yeah. I was only on the wing, back pocket. Yeah. <laughs> then I got forward pocket. Yeah. And then I got an injury playing for, for the school. A silly injury. And... Destroyed my career, and I just had to play cricket after that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I still play cricket, Joe. Yeah, I, yeah. Um, yeah. Play in a Sunday comp, and uh, wow. yeah. I, I don't don't move too well these days. But yes, I um, understand. Try. Well, what division? I was like over fifth grade. F grade. You know, over we call 50s. it a um, dads and lads type side, you know. Lads, so we yeah. try and give the Lace. kids a bit of experience, and mm -hmm. and us old yeah. blokes try and. Try to get through the game without hurting ourselves too much. So. I assume you're one of those uh, ugly, nasty bowling types, are you? No. No, no you're just a batter. Just a batter. Okay, wicket keeper. Wick oh, whoa. No wonder you've got those muscles on your knee. I was wondering where that came from. Now I know. Can you well, actually I mean, get it's, up it's from the crouching position? It's actually hide. I don't have to run there. And, um, yeah, but you've got to lurch to the I side occasionally. don't have to throw there. But so. don't you have to lurch to oh. the side occasionally? Yeah, I'll leave those ones alone. You can just sort of pretend they're too far away from you. Oh, right. And do you need help to get up from the uh, crouching it's position? It's been known to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Cramp up. So, so what's, what's this What's this thing about cricket? Is it just a social element or are you uh, good when you were younger? Uh, I played, you know, I used to play reasonable standard both cricket and football. Um, but um, mm. so, yeah, I enjoyed it and um, I just... These days, I, I just enjoy the social element. There's a couple no. of good mates that I play with. Um, What's the club? Um, they're, uh, it's West Footscray, so um, mm. uh, the Druids, we're called. The, the Druids. The Druids? The, You're serious? Because I played for Preston Druids. <laughs> Did you? In the Jiker competition. Yeah, okay. And uh, that's the first time I've heard there's another team called the Druids. Yeah. <laughs> I don't well, think the, they exist anymore. They, it's the Wizards as well, I think. They call <laughs> See what happens, Joe. You come in as a temporary because <laughs> Kelly's off recuperating. You know. it's, it's blokes' world at the moment, yes. folks, actually. Yeah. <laughs> well, they had women's world last week. Hey, Give us a break. Hey, come on, come on. Really, once a year. <laughs> she had, well, that's enough, isn't it? She had a choice. She could have come in sick, all right? As I said yeah. to her, have you got COVID? So no, I haven't tested yet. So let's hope she hasn't. Yeah, hopefully Kelly, not. hopefully you hope haven't not. got COVID. Mm. She anyway. did get it a few months ago, so it's yes. unlikely. Mm. Anyway. You never know. You never. Unfortunately, know. I was wearing my mask on the plane over the weekend. I wasn't. Oh, uh, you would, didn't go to Adelaide. For I the, did go to Adelaide. Was it Womind? What's it called? That's oh, all right, Joe. Don't worry. Don't worry about him, Dan. It's fine. <laughs> We can have a yarn ourselves, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it'd be so boring, Talk, you're talking about me. Anyway, come Dylan, on, moving on, Joe, Is it Dylan on. Thomas or Dylan or what's his name? <laughs> no. I'm not interested. Uh, we've sapped no Joe's energy, oh, yeah. talking about music, music and almost sport. All right, you left, you left Mafra High School. <laughs> Obviously, you've got a blue in cricket, a blue in Australian rules, yep. but could try harder at the academic department is that correct? <laughs> I was struggled in the academic <laughs> department, um, but uh, oh, look, I got through. I went to, I got through 
As soon as I knew that um, I, I wanted to get out of the country, I'd sort of... <laughs> I'd, I, I wasn't really fitting in by that stage, so I, um, I, Melbourne was a good option for me and um, my, my parents would support me to go to university um, as opposed to getting a trade and mm. turn out so, something local. Um, and once I found out at, at high school I, could, I didn't need a score, I needed a folio, um, I thought, right, I'm, I'm good here, I can, I can do that. And um, What do you mean by a, a lot of people wouldn't understand by what do you mean by a folio? Well, you know the, the old TER score or whatever it's called? Yeah, yeah. What was well, that? I did graphic design. Yeah, so, you would have sort of needed a score I, though. I, I, well, no, because oh. it was before 77 for oh, me. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was, well, no, actually it's true. No, I, I, well, it was 77. You yeah. were born in 77. Yeah, I started true. my design course in 77. Yeah, right. I did TAP, so. Okay. And then uh, to get into tertiary as an art thing, you needed the folio. So, yeah. but I didn't really have. Look, much you training. both haven't explained what a bloody folio is. To folio. Us. You've got to show your artwork. Present your artwork. Thank you. Thank you. Present your artwork. Present your artwork. Yeah, yeah. And present so. is in capital letters. Present. <laughs> yes. So, where did you present your folio? Uh, well, I don't. You know, um, the, the standard uh, RMIT and. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Victorian College of the Arts, and I ended up getting into Monash in Caulfield. So, so the other two didn't want to? No, no, they That's didn't. What, so they looked no, at your work no. and they said, substandard, is that what happened? Oh, they said Very close good. but no cigar, I suppose. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> by, by that stage, what, what, what year are we talking about? Because it's quite competitive. 96, yeah. 7, Yeah, it was rock like star stuff already, art and graphic design, yes. Yeah, it, it was, was very yeah, competitive. How come you became a graphic designer if it was rock star stuff, Well, Joe. not because it was before the rock oh, star right. thing. <laughs> <laughs> You're unlucky there, right, Daniel. You could have been. You could have yeah, been. Yeah. So what did that lead to? Um, I, uh, I actually, I was disappointed. I, um, I was hoping to meet all these like-minded people and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, start a sort of a different chapter in my life. But I've, I kind of found that uh, there was a lot of art students um, that were had the art student look, but that's all. If you know what I mean, it was a bit of a they didn't have the it was a bit of a wank. <laughs> yeah, they didn't have the mentality or the talent. Yeah, yeah I mean it, it wasn't all like that, and um, I'm probably being pretty harsh, but I remember that feeling of going, oh, you know, I wanted yeah. to really. So I sort of, I sort of ended up not really doing the social thing with the uni crowd. I, um, I was living in St Kilda with my uncle and auntie, and. Um, I hung out at all the dive bars around there and played in pool comps and, um, you know, uh, the old St Kilda, the Newmarket Hotel and the St Kilda Inn and um, the Espy and, you know, all Joe's those old, old stomping, stomping ground. ground. Yeah. I know the locations. Yeah. He, knows <laughs> the, he knows the locations. Did you... Uh did your feet sink in the beer-soaked carpet? Yeah, there was a there was an odour there for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> I'm actually doing a uh, presentation on the Paris Commune at the the old Footscray Hotel tonight. Oh yeah, and that has is it exactly the same? It as, is. It is. It is. Know? I was there yeah. a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, you know, a mate like, went, yeah. There was a mate from work, and he said, "I've never been to that pub." And I said, "Right, <laughs> yeah, let's, let's go, go for yeah. a beer." <laughs> the beer tastes terrible. Oh, sorry, Footscray Hotel. <laughs> Ah, the beer's all right. Don't dish them. They give no, that no, free space to but people. But it hasn't, hasn't changed. It hasn't right, changed. So you're there tonight? Yeah, tonight, yeah. yeah, yeah and what are you no. doing? 
I'm doing a presentation on the Paris Commune. It's the 152nd anniversary and its relationship to Australia today. Wow. But that's... that's what easy. time's that on? I might call back. Oh, yeah, come in and have a beer. Well, <laughs> we start at 7, but we're uh, gathering for drinks at 6.30. And oh, nice. What I love about the Footscray Hotel is they don't actually have food. <laughs> they only have drinks and things in packets if you want yep. some chips. Uh, it'll be the 11 o'clock swill. <laughs> no, 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 no. You don't need that. <laughs> People were swilling before that to try to get out. <laughs> now, getting back to your life. So, yeah. did you finish the course? Yes, yeah, scraped through in the end. I, I started really well and just slowly pitted out, but um, I got through and um, then went on to. Um, what did I do after that? Um, I think I didn't want to be a, a poor struggling artist, so I um, I said I'll, I'll put that aside <laughs> for a little while and try and make some money. So I sort of went down a convoluted path and tried a few different things, and then mm. in the end, all so, legal. Sorry, were they all legal? They were all legal. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good as far hear. as I knew, they were. Yeah, um, no, I didn't ask good. me questions. Didn't have, didn't have multiple phones on your body. And no, no. You didn't go around knocking on people's door and ask them to pay up. No, nothing no, like that. I, uh, oh, well, I suppose I was in sales for a bit, so it's similar, <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> yeah. oh, the gift of the gab, yeah. perhaps. Well, well I wasn't what, what very good at selling? it. What I was, was too nice too. Yeah, it was, it was well, all full okay. of backstabbers. I know and the stuff, story. Right? Correct. What were you selling? You don't have to mention the firm. Just the no, no. Architectural door hardware. To, for Architectural. Oh, were you door knocking Turak? And- I was. <laughs> I was. Yes, I was. Uh, <laughs> I worked for a place. I, I will name it. Um, in uh, for a little while, where I first got into that called Knobs and of, Knockers. They're yeah. Out of business. They're out of business. But I don't know. Knobs and Knockers. Oh, Knobs and Knockers. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was run by. <laughs> I, I, I'd Sounds say right. it might not be running these days, but. Um, <laughs> It was run by a quite an eccentric German fella and his um, mm. Greek Egyptian wife. So it was sort of like fire and water coming together, and all the mm. staff were in the middle somewhere. It was quite a unique oh, business. So. Well, you don't see that anymore. It's all corporatized. You yeah. Know? I mean, I don't know if you walk into those corporate hubs these days. It's the same brands everywhere. Yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah. I found myself, I was in Gippsland on the weekend, and I found myself in, was it Morwell or? I can't even remember. Sale. Yeah. And you go into the corporate hub and they're all there. Yeah. Nothing has changed. Yeah. <clears throat> now, Joe, would you like to do what you're supposed to do? Well, what am I supposed to do? So yeah. that we're, we're listening to 3CR Community Radio, 855 on the AM dial. You can stream at 3cr.org.au. Uh, and uh, Radical Australia is the program, folks, with... Um, Someone called Dr. Joseph Toscano. And we've got Dan Waters today as Daniel, our guest. Daniel, Daniel sorry. We're always, uh, sorry, we're Daniel. always formal here. Dan's okay. What, what's yeah. on your birth certificate? Daniel. Well, thank you, Daniel. Daniel. I'm sh- yeah. I mean, I don't want to call you Danny or Dan. It's changed over the years. I've, get, I've got a bit of everything. Well, as you, as you get older, you want to be Daniel, Mr. or Dr. Daniel Waters okay. or Professor. That's even better. Professor, just call yourself Professor. I'd have to, yeah, I'd have to... Be a bit fraudulent to do that, I think. You know, I had a friend who wanted to call his his son Captain. Captain. But he couldn't. It's illegal. Oh, really? Yeah. Isn't that amazing? I assume it's the same for Lieutenant. So you can call anyone anything these days. Yeah, but not on our birth certificate. Okay. Yeah, he's still called Captain, the son, but he couldn't register him as Captain. Mm. I said, no, nope, sorry. Mm. Not, not on the list of acceptable names. Yeah. Have you got any kids? Got two kids, mm-hmm. um, boy and a girl, mm-hmm. three years apart. Um, 
born on exactly the same day. Unbelievable. You and did it I'm, twice in your life. <laughs> and on the day after. We've got three birthdays in two days. Oh, that's right, not so. bad. Look, in my family we have four birthdays in ten days. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. funny how it happens. It happens, yeah, yeah. you know, it's, it's life. Now let's get back to what you're doing these days. Obviously, it's not much of a life. It, you pass art school, yep. you don't become an artist because you can't be bothered being poor and miserable. You sell bloody architectural door handles. Yeah. <laughs> what happened next? <laughs> well, look, I moved back to the country for a little while and um, I got into not-for-profits there and um, and I actually landed a job um, as a, um, a executive officer of a Aboriginal arts organisation and... Um, uh, that's what sort of got me back into the into the arts because straight away I went I looked out and I thought oh, this is amazing what the arts can do in a in a community setting and and really started to see get interested in the health benefits of of making art and uh, so yeah so that sort of got me that kicked me into gear and I started to practice a little bit myself again as well so um, but I was you know I was a um, White male, you know. Um, Don't apologise. You are what you are, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, but I think the, but the I think the ignorance is is yeah. always going to be, especially you well, know, you, I was quite you young yeah. and green. And well, well, you weren't ignorant. Hopefully, I mean, obviously, hopefully. they did educate you, the elders. Oh, they gave me a hard time. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's um, right. Well, it was you, great. You, you have been educated. So be, be yeah. thankful. I was very thankful. They um, um, there was some fantastic elders that I learnt from. Any, um, anyone to publicly um, apologise to for being a brash young know-it-all? <laughs> Remember, um, uh, Uncle Albert Mullet was. Ah, yeah. oh, good old Uncle. I was getting yeah, that was, was one. around. That's he was he was great actually. Yeah, he didn't yeah. give me too hard a time, but yeah. um, and there's a fellow by the name of Lenny Hayes that used to. Um, he was you had to really prove yourself to him. He gave mm. me a hard time for a while, and eventually, he he sort of started to give me the time of day. So. Mm. Had to had to prove a fair bit to him though. Had to had to make sure he knew that I was doing my best and and on, trying to uh, for the long haul. Sorry, long, for the long haul. Yeah, well, mm. I mean, it was always about making myself redundant though to to try yeah, and working um, for not yeah, exactly. um, build capacity within that yep. community to mm. to um, do stuff. So I only did that for a couple of years and got some decent funding coming through and um, and then yeah, then I sort of got. Interested in getting back into a uh, little stint with the Red Cross, um, but I was really focused on arts health at that point, and I um, I didn't know exactly what that looked like. But you, arts health, mm, mm. art has a therapeutic tool. Yep. What are you talking about, Daniel? Isn't it all about pharmaceuticals? <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a couple of um, couple of quotes. Um, you know, I think we live in this very structured society where we don't explore our creativity and, enough and um, there needs to be more of a balance if we're going to get things right there. And, um, uh, you know, you know, creativity is about imagination and imagination is, is you know, about a healthy soul, you know. It's, um, healthy soul? Yeah, I think don't, so. Don't you understand we live in a capitalist society, private investment for private profit? What's this bullshit about a healthy soul? Yeah, you know a whole. Well, human we don't being. have one at the a moment. A whole human as you, being, as you know, we're um, we struggle with with that 
a little bit, and um, so I'm sort of so, so what, playing what, the long game. All right, now I'm going to be I'm going to be difficult here because yeah, yeah. obviously you're supposing. I mean, Kelly invited you on for a reason. Yeah. Obviously, I don't yeah. know why, but yeah. we're going to dig it out. We're getting to it now. Are yeah, we? yeah. What, what's art? Art? Yeah. Oh God, what a broad question is that? You can't help him, Joe. Come on, Joe, give me a hand. <laughs> I mean, you're telling me art uh, as therapy, right? I know well, what therapy uh, is. Not just as therapy, yeah. but as, as a really important part of our society and, and something that we don't invest in enough. We invest in sports, and, yeah. and that's great, you know, but, mm-hmm. but there, there should be an equal um, amount. But, but, but you're, you're talking about a specific type of art, aren't you? are not talking about dance... No, visual arts Opera. for me. You're talking yeah, visual yeah. arts. But right. it could be. It's, I'm not, it could be. Yeah, so, yeah. So, so my, my era was visual arts. So what yeah. is visual oh, Hopefully not was. Is. is, is yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So what is visual arts? Well, it's a it's an opportunity for people to express themselves. Um, and I think, um, you know, and, and tap into their creativity and their imagination. And mm-hmm. you can almost go back to that childhood, childlike state where you can... Um, you know, um, try and forget about all the. Um, I'm trying to get the wording right here. Baggage. Sorry. <laughs> Baggage. To yeah, the and just yes. um, you know, being in the present moment. Oh, yeah. So um, you know, we forget about the past and we forget about the future. And when I'm working with groups, there's quite often mm. a mm. a beautiful silence that descends on a group that um, that I, I just sort of, I I never cease to um, enjoy or, or stand back and and admire. Um, it's, and it's at that moment when people, they may be communicating for a while and then all of a sudden they get so absorbed in what they're doing, um, you, you know they're on that, they've hit that you, mark. You know, you know you just described to me. Yeah. Uh, my experience in a pokey venue. Because that's what, it's fascinating. I know it's fascinating. It's the same experience and that's why people get hooked. Yeah. Because... The rest of the world dissipates. Their problems dissipate. Mm. They're focused on a particular task. Mm. They're getting enjoyment, as you know, Mm. or or a range of emotions Mm. doing that particular Mm. task. And in many ways, Mm. they have actually been able to monetize that experience that you're talking about. Mm. Mm. I've never thought of it that way before, but the way you were describing it, you know, that the fact that you can. Get rid of the external world. You can get rid of your problems. You can, you know, you can just lose your money mm. very quickly. At least you get something with visual arts. You get something in return. You do. You get a tangible. Uh, you, you walk away with some artwork that you can put on your wall, hopefully, and yeah. um, and yeah. that's very rewarding and um, yeah, a source of pride and um, achievement for for lots of people. Could you give us some? Personal examples you've been involved with, you know, individuals you've been involved in where art as a therapeutic device has been useful in their lives? Uh, yeah, I can. Uh, there's uh, a bunch of, a bunch of um, stories, um, and uh, they are stories where, where I work with, with groups. Um, there's one particular guy that, speaking of gambling, he... Um, he lost everything gambling and um, ended up on the streets. And um, he joined the art group that I was facilitating, and and he used and he he loved it. He just and he was talented, and he 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 um, he was an eager participant every every week. And um, 
but he said one of the things <coughs> he got out of it was he was able to um, he, he used to get this craving to to gamble every day at around five o'clock the old knock off work time he'd go straight to the pokies or whatever his his poison was and um, he uh, so what he did was um, he'd go and draw mm-hmm. as a as a way to to um, nullify that that craving. He, trans- he transferred his craving to something positive. Yeah, and he, he told beautiful little stories like mm-hmm. I said. I, he said I, I walked down to to um, the Docklands and I just I drew an insect on a leaf. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and you just think the the, the um, how special is that? You know, it's such mm-hmm. a Something that we walk past day in day out, but for him it was something that dissolved the craving that that had you know had such a big impact on his on his life. So um, uh, there's a you know a lady that um, suffered from uh, Tourette's and was very self conscious around around that. Um, but with the art that she produced, she started to build up enough confidence, and then all of a sudden, sort of. It was over time, but for me, it sort of seemed like she just went and um, was able to open an exhibition herself, um, and and that was a massive, um, mm-hmm. massive outcome for for that person, and um, you know um, the the pride and the, um, you know the joy that it got, that gave mm-hmm. someone was was very special. So um, now I work in in your field. I work with um, people who are recovering from spinal cord injuries and uh, they uh, looking at wheelchairs and, and power wheelchairs and things like that where someone may not have much body function at all but um, you know thinking outside the square we, we put paint down on the ground on, onto panels and and people do donuts with their with their power wheelchairs mm. and make, make art. Um, mm. Or they they hit a, a tin of paint as they drive through, with a hole in the bottom of it, and it makes this pattern on the on the ground. Eat so, your heart out, Mr. Pollock. Eat your heart exactly. out. <laughs> That's it. And and um, you know, so giving people those opportunities to, to go. Well, mm. this chair may not be just a a chair. A chair. It mm. may be something that I can I can use to do other things with mm. as well. Um, mm. Instead of just getting from A to B and. Um, yeah, yeah, so they're you, the types of things I do, I think. Yeah, I, you used an interesting word, talent. Yep. You know, there's the old saying in, in art, visual arts, you know, taking a line for a walk. You heard that uh, I love that line, yeah, yeah, yeah. Taking a line for a walk. Yeah. Can everybody take a line for a walk or yeah. do you need talent to take a line no, no, for a walk? you don't need – well, everyone has talent is what – Everyone might, has talent. Yes, everyone's create, creative. Yeah. Um, everyone has what? Ima- everybody could sing, as you said. Everyone has an imagination. Yeah, and yeah. some some people have a bit of a natural knack for things. Mm. Um, but I think anyone can make you know beautiful, sophisticated art um, with a bit of support around them. Um, it can be it can be done, achieved quite quite um, quickly and easily. Um, yeah. So um, talent is within everyone, I think, and um, everyone can can draw that out and do pretty amazing things with it. Yeah. yeah. So mm. creativity, you know, um, is linked to imagination and, you know, um, imagination is like the 
creativity is like the match and imagination is like the flame, if you like. If right, you like and right, um, right. off you go. You know? And hopefully you don't burn the canvas or the paper. Well, that might be one of the techniques, you it know. Could be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah we're mean, trying to try and do all sorts of experimental uh, well, stuff. You've noticed a lot of the Central Australian uh, carvings are done with fire, wood burnings, yeah, wood burnings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's an old technique. Yeah. Now I'm going to ask you the million dollar question: <laughs> Who would bother funding somebody like you? Obviously, you've got kids to support, uh, and you've got a family to support, uh, and obviously. You know, yeah. how, how does it how does it work? Why would anybody fund an art therapist? Yeah, well, I mean, I'm not an art therapist. That is an actual well, specialty. I know, specialty yeah. and profession yeah. these yeah. days. Um, what I do is a bit different, but mm. um, uh, they, yeah, it's not easy. You, it took me twenty years of trying to get this thing off the ground, um, and I tried various different enterprises and things to, to try and make things happen. So um, it's been a slog. And now I've, I suppose, succumbed to the, 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 the nine to five in some ways where, I, where I've got the, um, a nice um, job that pays me super and holidays and all that sort of stuff. How, how did you score that? What's going on here? <laughs> I'm in the wrong business. Like I said, it took me 15 years to, to find someone that would, would fund that. So right. it hasn't been, hasn't been easy. And then there's, you know... Then there's short-term funding, which oh, I which I don't oh, even bother with these days. Right. Um, yeah. And um, mm. so yeah, it's just an ongoing, you know, type of advocacy, I suppose, to sort of say this is really beneficial. Yeah. This is, yeah. but you know, we're doing. I'm doing projects now that have um, led to publications by universities that have been properly evaluated. So those those types of building up those types of. Um, um, Case studies. Case studies is yeah. is important, I think. To, to so, show that what you're doing is valuable. Yes. Yeah, Not yeah. just, you know, people putting dots on paper. That's right. right. Yeah, yeah. Do you use, um, when you talk about visual arts, are you including video, um, photography and all that? Do you, mm. do, do you do any of that or it's mainly? Uh, we're, we're, well, I, I, it's not my, photography and video is certainly not my area, but um, I've now got, some colleagues that I work with that have skills in those fields and qualifications in those mm, fields. So mm. there are some nice little collaborations mm. starting to to happen, which are really exciting. So, um, you know, we're, uh, there's a, a, a fabulous woodcraft person that I work with and we, we're now crossing over quite regularly and he also does film and mm -hmm. photography. So there's a lot of, lot of opportunity and we're trying to... We're getting excited about it and we're trying to work out what it's going to look like. And, um, yeah, so it's... And how about the new world, the, the virtual world? How's that impacted on your uh, yeah, career? Look, I mean, you have to. You have to be open to these things. And I'm probably pretty traditional in my mediums and what I use and mm -hmm. my repertoire of what I can offer. But... Um, um, I think there's a I think there's a space for it. I think um, you know, particularly if you're thinking about someone presenting at a at a, a health facility and and having a language barrier or or a disability or something, where I think um, a virtual tool could be used to to help uh, engage with that person more effectively than a, a cold, sterile, clinical type mm. Um, mm. surrounding. Um, maybe virtual. Um, type initiatives are, are something that can help overcome those those 
um, you know, stop people being fearful and scared of, of yeah. some of these institutional spaces that aren't very nice to to walk into and are a bit scary. And um, so I think virtual um, initiatives are going to play a, a part in in some way. I think there'll be bad ones. They'll do it, you know, on the mm. cheap or yeah. not not well enough. But I think there's scope to do some really good stuff there. Right. Yeah. 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 So you're basically what pastel, drawer, um, pencil, charcoal, yeah. Yeah, acrylics, oils. Yeah. Do you do any ceramics? No. That's uh, not in your. F- no, area. My, I mean I I mm. I, um, I mean in, I get in people work with clay with me, but that's right. about it. Yeah. I don't. The the technical side of ceramics is beyond me. But my mm. wife does a little bit, mm-hmm. um, and I work with other people. Now, what is the name of this person that's actually put up with you for so many years? My wife. Yes. <laughs> Uh, her name is Tale, yeah. um, Tale Richards, and yeah. she's um, she's a pretty cool woman. She's um, she's on her own journey of social justice. She's got a she started off as a lawyer and now um, works in as a you know a, a policy director within um, not for profit organisations, and um, she's involved in several things. She's got a um, I'm sure I can probably give them a plug. Um, they're called. Uh, I might have to get back to you on that, but it involved. Um, mm, no, uh, no, no, we can't. That's get, not good. It's not, not good <laughs> no, enough. you can just tell us what, uh, what, they, what it is. Yeah, well, that's I'll tell all. you what they yeah. do. They um, there's a there's a group of women that have got together, and they're all from um, Pacific Islander backgrounds, mm. and they um, they're out trying to. Um, there was a there was a, a death. Uh, in the western suburbs that triggered these guys getting together, um, which was a knife crime. And they they um, were caught in by government to try and... Or they ramped up the, the pressure on government to, to do something to about it, that, right. that problem in, in mm. those areas. So, And now they're broadening, they've turned it right. into something bigger. So yeah. Village Response Collective is, right. is the one. Village but, Response, yes, I've yeah. heard of them. Yeah. Now, getting back... To you, what do you think are the main issues that face us in Victoria, Australia, as a, a as a community? Look, I think it's. I mean, because obviously you're working at the pointy end. Yeah. You're not working with you know rich people or like I see across the road here from 3CR. There's a little art shop. Yeah. People walk in and do paintings. You know, you're actually working at the pointy end, so you, yeah, you actually yeah. see what a lot of people don't. Well, see. Well, I'll just go just sort of sideways a little bit. They, um, I, I think the pointy end needs to be. Put with the corporate end, mm-hmm. so instead of the corporates going, oh, we'll fund that little project and stand back and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. We need to bring those two together and go, no, no, you you need to stand next door <laughs> next to this person and have the same experience so that you can then understand each other. Um, but getting back to your question, which was, um, sorry, give it to me. Well, what do you think the main issues that face us as a community yeah. today? In- 2023. I've got a particular interest in um, First Nations um, uh, health, and I think you know it's it's pretty disgusting the way we haven't been able to um, close the gap, and the way we haven't been able to um, stop these horrible deaths in custody. And I think for you know two or three percent of the population, we should be doing a lot better there and I think if we can do a lot better there mm-hmm. um, 
we can do all sorts of stuff. And I think that needs us to look at different ways of working that aren't um, that aren't um, that decolonise the the processes. Well, you use the big word decolonise. I'm not asking. Fancy word, and I'm it's, it's ask, actually misused a lot. Right, and yes, I, I'm, I'm not going to hesitantly. Yeah, I'm not going to ask you to define it. No, in no, the last, don't thank you. Uh, you know, seven or eight minutes of the <laughs> you know the program. Well, I think you know. I think um, you know. Let's let's just get rid of a committee, for example, and, yeah. and just make it a group of yeah. people coming together All to. Right. So, so, do you do any work with uh, uh, in, uh, First Nations people? Currently? Yeah, um, I, I usually am, mm. you know, just through my, my, there's usually someone that I'm working with, um, so it's more um, one-to-one than, than groups, but right. um, I've also, I, I do a little bit on the side as well, I did a bit of um, work with a community learning centre working with migrant English students and I was able to bring in, you know, a, an artist was Sri Lanka, from Sri Lanka, um, and then um, a mother and son combination, um, um, uh, First Nations artists, um, and we were all in the same room together with a whole lot of people from all sorts of backgrounds, backgrounds yeah. and mm-hmm. parts of the world. So yeah. it was a great sort of melting pot of, um, you know, um, and art was the, the language, you know. We, we, we had a barrier, barriers there, but we were all doing the same it thing. It is a so. universal language, isn't it? It is. I mean, every civilization, yep. every little group has, does art, yep. don't they? Uh, you, you it's, think be- about, it's better than speaking. Yeah. Well, you think about early, you know, pre-civilised mm. world where there's mm. fire and shelter mm. and... Mm. Is, the th- is the third one art, maybe, yeah, you know? The, yeah. Mythology, you think or, about or, mythology what, and art, and art and yeah. mythology are all intertwined. Well, it's yeah. carrying on the, the story, basically. Yeah. 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 So all you're doing is you're continuing a tradition that began at the beginning of time, That's it. which we've forgotten. Yeah. We have forgotten. To us, art is something which is done by somebody else, an expert, somebody who makes lots of money out of it, not mm. that many Australian artists do. Mm. But I'm just saying that's what we see art. As you said, we have been colonised. Mm. And to be decolonised, not just in a First Nation sense, but just as a people, mm. that we need to understand the role that imagination, and, as mm. you said, art plays. Mm. There wouldn't be many people like you making a living out of this, would there, in Australia? No, and it's not a... <laughs> I don't make a big living either. No, but I'm no, very, no, very no. humble, but um, no, there's not. There's no. not. And there should be more. There should yeah, be a whole lot I'm more. Yeah. Um, so I'd like to think uh, maybe um, I'm helping to to set a bit of a um, precedent for what's mm, possible there mm, as well. Mm, um, but, yeah. yeah, there should be a lot more of it. Mm. Oh, no, it's just interesting. Um, I should uh, – I'm not necessarily diverge, but I went to see the Andy Warhol uh, portraits – exhibition at, at the Art Gallery of South Australia yesterday while I was there. Mm, it's interesting, once again, it's the human age about what, where people are coming from, what they believe art is. I think there was some it's classic example, Andy Warhol, you know, um, mm. and then because deliberately, you know, controversial, whatever, said lots of things, and he's an artist. Mm. So what do, do, what do people go away thinking about art? 
when there's a character who's built himself up to be what he was, you know, ridic- well, protected his, in- his image. Yeah, yeah. look, Joe, you it's went to story. South Australian Art Gallery to see Andy Warhol yesterday. <laughs> look, we don't particularly care because what we have <laughs> no, in this studio... we're stu- talking about our therapy. Yeah, no, 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 no. What we have in this studio is a cultural, intangible cultural asset called mm. Daniel Waters. <laughs> oh, that's very so I'm going to give you the stamp of approval oh, of Radical Australia. And don't, don't laugh. No. In South Korea, which I'm very familiar with, there are people who are very skilled in a particular area. Mm. They're supported by the government. They're paid so they can create. Mm. And I think people like yourself mm. have a lot to offer society, mm. things that we have forgotten that are part and parcel of our DNA. Mm. So... What do you reckon, Joe? We well, give him, we give him the stamp of to- approval. Totally, I think uh, in, in my in my summarisation, someone with a learning disability has ended up being obsessed about making sure people get a chance to learn really well. No, he didn't have a learning him. disability. He just was well, he just had his eardrums punctured. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. look, look, he, he tries to make it fancy. <laughs> now, Daniel, that's why. Kelly's usually the producer. All right. <laughs> Here we go. No, Here's my segue. Sorry. Two minutes to go. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much, Mr. Daniel Waters. It's no been worries. a pleasure talking so to you. Uh, I think you've opened a lot of people's eyes and yeah. hopefully they will take that line for a walk because everybody can do it if they want to. Exactly. Yeah, mm. yeah. Thanks so much for having me. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, really mm. appreciate the time. Have you yeah. got an exhibition coming up? I don't get time to have exhibitions. No. He's a worker. We, we have, I, I have murals stuff. appearing, mm. but they're they're not yeah. mine. They're communities, yeah. you know. Yeah. So yeah. I just I just help get yes. them there. He, you know? He's a worker. He's a facilitator. No, he's exactly. not an Andy Warhol. He's not an no, exhibitionist. No, no, no. I, oh, exactly. I wouldn't mind having exactly. an exhibition here wouldn't and there, you? but at the moment with. <laughs> Two kids under thirteen. I'm uh, yeah, yeah. I'm a little bit stretched, but um, yeah, yeah, I'll no. get there. No, no, you'll, no, you'll get doing there. Good. You'll do it. Well. Intangible stuff. cultural asset. You don't have to have an exhibition to have an intangible. No. Be intangible cultural asset. You're an intangible cultural asset to the Australian community. And if I was dictator, <laughs> we would. Oh, I would ensure that you would be paid every week yes, to do what totally. you're doing, because you make a difference oh. and that's what people here at Radical Australia who we talk to make a difference so thank you very much thanks Joe I really appreciate it thanks Daniel all the best thanks Joe
many different views in my heart, it always stays. Pull me out of my head, hit me with the truth lesson. It's my mind that blocks my mental passage. See, this is the beauty of the everlasting soul that will always find a way back to you like his own. Find your purpose, what's your message on this earth? We have the gift to share and connect when love until it hurts. Drift off to a place I call my crystal dreams. Just sitting on my mind free A lucky scenes, a child of memories I've been like a locksmith Searching through the doors unseen Hearing that solo dome Chilling for a little piece of the puzzle Before I'm sending my mind's key yeah, 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 yeah. Become a 3CR subscriber today Go to 3cr.org.au forward slash subscribe Or call the station on 03-9419-8377 Be a part of your community radio station You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.